0: Welcome to an Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How are you feeling today, my friend? You're feeling good? You're feeling strong? You're feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, did you miss me this past week? Well, I have to apologize. Once again, I had a visit to the hospital and I'm back. I had my 17th, count them, 17, one seven, 17th heart catheterization this past week. No stent this time. I have 11 stents in my heart. 17 times the doctor has stuck a wire through a hole in me into my heart to clean out an artery, stretch a valve, stretch an artery, an angioplasty, you name it put a stent in, you name it, they've done it in my heart. And I want to thank God for the fact that I'm still here. And I want to thank God for my doctor. I'm going to name him my my favorite doctor, Dr. Reimers. And the team at Northern Westchester Hospital in Westchester County, New York. They're excellent. And my two favorite nurses over in the hospital, besides my my loving wife, but my two favorite nurses in the hospital, Michael and Taylor. They were excellent, but here I am. I'm back. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yep, 17 times to the cath lab in my life, and I'm back. This has been one heck of a year. I spent more time in the hospital this year than any other year between the heart catheterization this past week. I've had two strokes this year yep count them two strokes this year i spent 4 weeks in rehab after the last stroke i spent 2 weeks in the hospital for the stroke 4 weeks in rehab for the stroke before that i had a week and a half for for the stroke before that i lost my hearing this year in my left ear in my left ear i spent almost a week in the hospital for that a lot of time in the hospital this year, and the year's going out with a bang with this one. But I'm back, and I want to thank you guys for sticking around and sticking by me. I really appreciate it. Anyhow, back to business here. I want to remind you, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute... Check it out. While you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by Living With a Disability. That's our group page on Facebook. You can get there by going to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. So while you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by www.famousapple.com forward slash group. That's Living With a Disability on Facebook. I want to tell you about something that's coming up in the next week or so. Another podcast, and this is burning me right now. I had a discussion, just a discussion with a, a social security disability attorney. Not for nothing, just a, a, a discussion with, you know, two, two people talking. And he had the nerve to tell me that Social security disability attorneys handle claimants, like us, almost like a a public service. Like they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. And I said to him, how do you figure that? You're helping us? If you are helping us, you wouldn't ask for a fee. And he said, well, you know, we don't get paid enough. We don't make enough money. And he was, the, the whole thing came up because they, he was telling me that they raised the cap on the amount of money they make by handling our cases at Social Security, at the, at the hearings. So now instead of making 6200 now they make 7200 on our cases. They raised the cap to 7200 And he said, that's not enough money. And I, I, I said to him, now any one of us any one of you out there that used a social security attorney to get your benefits, you know you really didn't have personal service from your attorney. He handles not just you, but 10 other people at the same time. So you aren't getting personal service from this guy. It wasn't like you went to uh, someone else for for whatever other legal reason. You didn't sit down in his office and him take your, all your notes, you sat down with a paralegal or someone else, and you went to court, you probably didn't meet him until you went to the hearing. And this guy's claiming, oh, I'm, I'm only making $7,200 on this. When you count how many people are in the court for him that day when you go to your hearing, he's got 10 other people, so 7200 from you, 7200 from them, from them, from them. He's walking out of there that day making $72,000 or more. I, my heart's bleeding for him. And then he has the nerve to say, well, you know, we're helping indigent people or people less fortunate. Hey, I don't know about you, but I don't think I'm any less fortunate than the attorney. Have you seen the way some of these people dress? I mean, come on. But anyway, we're going to talk about that on a future podcast in a week or so. But anyhow, we got a good one for you today. Being that I'm fresh out of the cath lab, we're going to talk about heart catheterization. And I'm going to take the fear out of it for some people, I hope. Because it's a scary thing when you first hear about it. But it's not as scary as you might think. Actually, it might be a little bit funny. So, I want you to sit back, relax, and hopefully... I'll ease your mind about this whole procedure. Two of the most sobering words I've ever heard in my life were heart attack. They were followed by three little words that were you're having a. (laughs) I was 48 years old. I went to the hospital. I had a pain in my elbow. And they brought me in the, to the chest pain center. I was telling them I have a pain in my elbow. But they brought me in, had me on a on a gurney. The doctor said, you're having a heart attack. All of a sudden, my life changed. That, that struck fear in me. I seen my life flashing in front of my eyes. No one said I was dying, but my father died at the age of 48 from a heart attack, and my life resembles my father's. I'm named after my father. All I could see was my wife sitting there, and I'm thinking my life's over. I'm having a heart attack. And the doctor's talking, and he's saying not to worry. How do you not worry? They just told me I'm having a heart attack. And he says, we're going to get you into the cath lab. Now, I've heard of heart catheterization at that point, and I'm thinking to myself, what is it? I've heard of it, and I wanna act like I know what it is, but I had no idea. I knew what a catheter was, and Lord, I was hoping it wasn't that what I was thinking, but I knew what a catheter was, but I had no idea what a heart catheterization was, and I knew that there was a procedure where they stuck a wire through your groin, and all of these thoughts are going through my mind and it was only making things worse and I was starting to shake. And I said to the doctor, I said, what is it? And he started to explain to me, but I still couldn't get past heart attack in my head. And he explained it, that they go through the groin. At that time, they weren't going through the wrist yet. And now I'm thinking, you're gonna stick a wire to my groin? <laughs> oh boy, was that terrible, that thought that picture I was it was making it even worse and when they took me to the heart catheterization lab that had to be the coldest place I had been yet and there I was in a gown with no underwear on I was freezing and I was scared and my nerves were on end and I said to the doctor please whatever you do please make sure I don't wake up during this because all I could think about was this wire going into my heart and going traveling up through my body to get to my heart and what was what was entailed and how is this going to feel? And I was scared to death. I was scared to death. And when it, when it was all over, when it was all over and I was waking up, I woke up to this nurse in the recovery room Leaning down on my groin with this heavy bag of sand, and she said, she asked me. I remember, through a fog, her asking me how I felt, and I just remember saying, "Why you leaning on my groin?" And she explained why, and I don't remember what she even said, but I know that they were leaning on it, putting they had to put pressure on that for a half hour, heavy pressure to try and you know close up the hole. But anyway. They did that, and that was the scariest experience in my life. But I just wanna—I wanna dispel that because people still today tell me that when they fir- when they're first going for it, they are scared to death, and rightfully so. But I wanna see if I can dispel some of that, that horror that you go through. So what it, what is a cardiac catheterization? A cardiac catheterization is a procedure in which a very thin, flexible tube is guided through a blood vessel to the heart to diagnose and treat heart conditions, such as clogged artery or irregular heartbeats. Cardiac catheterization gives the doctor important information about the heart muscle, heart valves, and blood vessels in the heart. During the catheterization, doctors can do different heart tests. They deliver treatments. Or remove a piece of tissue, like a biopsy, for examination. Some heart disease treatments, such as coronary angioplasty, where they put a balloon in there and open up the artery, or coronary stenting. I've had that done eleven times. Are done using cardiac catheterizations. Usually, you'll be awake during the cardiac catheterization to be given, but be given medications to help you relax, like a twilight. Recovery time for cardiac catheterization is quick and there's low risk of complications. 17 times I've had it done. 17 times, no complications. Why it's done? Cardiac catheterization is a common procedure done to diagnose or treat a variety of heart problems. For example, your doctor may recommend the procedure if you're having irregular heartbeats. They're arrhythmias, they call them. Chest pain or angina, you might have heard, or heart valve problems, among other things. Cardiac catheterizations can be done during the diagnosis or treatment of coronary artery disease. I have that. Congenital heart disease, heart failure, heart valve disease, or microvascular heart disease. I have that. During cardiac catheterization, a doctor can locate narrowing or blockages in the blood vessels, measure pressure and oxygen levels in different parts of the heart, see how well the heart pumps blood, take a sample of tissue from the heart, like I said, a biopsy, diagnose heart problems present from birth, diagnose heart valve disease, examine the blood vessels for blood clots. Very important. Cardiac catheterization may be done at the same time as other heart procedures, such as widening narrow arteries, treating irregular heartbeats, and heart rhythms with cold and heat heat energy closing holes in the heart opening narrowed heart valves repairing and replacing heart valves now here's some of the risks possible risks of the catheterization are bleeding blood clots you're in a good place if that happens bruising damage to the artery heart attack again you're in a good place infection irregular heart rhythms kidney damage that might happen from the dye that they put in, but again, you're in a good place for that. A stroke, again, you're in a good place. Or allergic reactions. If you're pregnant or planning to become pregnant, it's important to tell your doctor before having a cardiac catheterization. Now, how do you prepare for a cardiac cat? Don't eat or drink anything for at least six hours before your test or as you're directed by your doctor. Tell your doctor if you take any kind of blood thinners. He'll tell you whether or not to take them before the procedure. Tell your doctor if you take diabetic medications. Certain dyes used in some cardiac catheterization procedures can increase the risk of side effects of some of your diabetes medications, including metformin. Take all your medications and supplements with you to the test. It's best if you take the original bottles so that your doctor will know the exact dose that you take. What can you expect before the procedure? Before cardiac catheterization, you'll likely have your blood pressure and pulse checked. You'll be asked to remove dentures and any jewelry, especially necklaces that could interfere with the pictures of your heart. Sticky patches, they were called electrodes, will be placed all over you. Believe me, they're a pain in the ass to get off, especially a guy that has a hairy chest. Now, this is a little bit (laughs) bit tricky. A nurse or a technician will shave the hair from the site where the catheter will be inserted. Nowadays, they try to go through your wrist. But, just in case, just in case, they still shave your groin. Both sides, right and left. So... (laughs) So this week, the doctor came into the room, and he said, Dad, we're going to use your wrist. I was like, oh, thank God. So they came in to shave my wrist. And the next thing I know, the nurse says, well, we're going to have to shave you below too. I was like, well, he said they're going to use my wrist. She says, yeah, but it's procedure we have to do below too. So they took the razor, shaved my right side, then shaved my left side. So I figured like this, I'm ready for a bikini. But it's good they did because it turned out there was a problem with my wrist and they had to go through my right side of the groin. Anyhow, what happens next after they shave you and everything is during the procedure. Cardiac catheterization is usually done in a hospital, in a room, with special x-ray and imaging machines. Like an operating room, the cardiac catheterization lab is a sterile area. Believe me, it is. The specialist will insert an IV tube into your forearm or hand, go for the forearm, tell them you want it in the forearm, and give you medicine called sedative to help you relax. The amount of sedative you need for the procedure depends on your health condition and why you're having the procedure. You may be fully awake or lightly sedated, or you may be given a general anesthesia, fully asleep. During the cardiac catheterization, one or more catheters will pass through your blood vessel in the groin, wrist, or neck. I never had it done in the neck, depending on the reason for the procedure, and guided into the heart. I'm sorry, I did have it in the neck when I had my carotids done, but never into the heart. The area where the catheter will be inserted is numbered, and then a small cut is made to access the blood vessel. A plastic sheet is is passed into the opening to allow the doctor to insert the catheter. What happens next depends on why you're having the cardiac catheterization. These are some of the common uses for the cardiac catheterization. Now, let me just go back for a second here where it says they make a small cut. You're given a little shot. It feels like a mosquito bite, which numbs the area. You do not feel the cut. You do not feel it. Trust me, 100%, please trust me you do not feel the cut. You don't even know what's happening. Now, one of the uses for a catheterization is a coronary angiogram. During this test, they check for blockages in your artery leading to the heart. A dye is injected into the catheter, an x-ray image is taken, and the dye helps them find blockages in the vessels. The next thing is a procedure in which the doctor uses hot or cold energy to create little scars in your heart, block abnormal electrical signals and restore normal heartbeats. It's called the uh, cardiac ablation. The next one is called the balloon angioplasty, with or without stenting. This procedure is used to open a narrowed artery in or near the heart. The catheter can be inserted in either the wrist or the groin for this procedure. The catheter is guided into the narrowed artery, then a small balloon catheter is inserted through the flexible catheter and inflated at the narrowed area to open it. Often the doctor will also place a mesh coil called the stent at the narrowed part to help keep the artery open. A heart biopsy, very self explanatory, they take a piece of tissue and bring it out to have it examined. And a heart valve replacement, where they replace a valve in your heart. If you're awake during a heart c- uh, cardiac catheterization procedure, you may be asked to take deep breaths, hold your breath, cough, place your arm above your head or in various positions throughout the procedure. The table may tilt at times. You'll, you'll have a safety strap to keep you on the table. Threading the catheter shouldn't be painful and you shouldn't feel it moving in your body. Tell your doctor and nurse if you have any discomfort. After the procedure, you'll likely spend several hours in the recovery room after the procedure while the sedative wears off. After you leave the recovery room, you'll usually be moved to a regular hospital or outpatient room. After the catheter is removed, the technician or nurse will apply pressure to the insertion site, like I was telling you. 30 minutes. (laughs) After... If the catheter is placed in the groin area, you may need to lie flat for several hours after the procedure to avoid serious bleeding and to allow the artery to heal. How long you need to stay in the hospital depends on your overall health and the reason for the catheterization. The area where the catheter is inserted may feel sore for a couple of days. Tell your doctor if you have any bleeding or new increased swelling or pain in the area near the site cardiac catheterization was done to diagnose a heart condition, your doctor should explain the results to you. If the doctor finds blockage during the cardiac catheterization, he or she may treat the blockage with or without a stent placement right away so that you won't need to have another catheterization procedure. Your doctor should discuss whether this is a possibility before the procedure begins. This just scratches the surface of what a heart catheterization can do for you. I know it sounds ominous, heart catheterization, sticking a a tube into you, going up into your heart. The title of it is more disturbing than the procedure is. I don't want to sound like I'm trivializing it, but a heart catheterization is no big thing. When it comes to procedures, when it comes to other things that are done to you that are done for you in the hospital. The heart catheterization procedure is a walk in the park. What it can save you from, what it can do for you is monumental. When I look at what's gone on with me in the last few years, 11 times the heart catheterization has saved my life. Four times Four times the heart catheterization has found blockages in the LAD for me. The LAD has a nickname. It's called the Widowmaker. Four times it's found blockages in the Widowmaker for me. Had they not found the blockages in the Widowmaker, I would have been gone. You wouldn't hear my voice right now. But thanks to the heart catheterization, they found it. They found it. They broke up the blockages, and they stented them four times. The value you get from a heart catheterization is monumental. A heart catheterization, like I said, is a walk in the park. It's a piece of cake. The name is more scary than the procedure itself. If they told you today, look, you have to go for a heart cath tomorrow, you know what i tell you to do? i tell you to pack some comfortable clothes... Bring your, your Kindle or your iPad. Bring the TV guide and prepare to watch some TV and be comfortable. Because the procedure is not, is <laughs> a big nothing. Like I said, it sounds scary. Thought of it as scary. But the procedure itself is a big nothing. You're going to come out of it and you're going to say, what was I worried about? Trust me on that. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. That's the big thing. Be careful what you eat. Watch your sodium intake. Watch your carbohydrate intakes. Watch your cholesterol. And just stay healthy, my friends. All right, let's move on. Hey, I want to thank you, my friends, for stopping by today. And Listen, if you ever have questions that you want to ask me, especially about this, the cardiac cath, or anything else for that matter, you can write me at jimmy at famousapple.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y at famousapple.com. Don't hesitate. Believe me, I'm there and I answer all. Also, if you want, you can join our Facebook group at Living with a Disability. I'm there all the time. Just go to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. Sign up. Join in. A lot of talking. A lot of chatting. People asking questions. Answering questions. Having a good time. You should too. Join up over at www.famousapple.com forward slash group. Like I said... Cardiac catheterization is a big nothing, but it can give you monumental results. Don't be afraid of it. I don't want to remind you, things can always be worse. That's right, my friends. Things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position, so things can always be worse. Hey, you've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And I'm going to talk to you again real soon. By the way, starting this week, the apple fritter will return. So I'll be talking to you every day, my friends. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple. Your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.